0: Hello listeners, welcome to another edition of Wisdom Punks. This one is with a guest called Lawrence, Lawrence Cameron. Hello Lawrence. Hello. And Lawrence has a very interesting background. Lawrence is from Hungary and he's in a minute he'll explain more about his background. But over the time I've known Lawrence, we've had lots of interesting discussions on the cultural differences between Hungary and Eastern Europe and the UK and Scotland lots of interesting things he's told me that I, n- I didn't know. So I thought we would do a podcast on on some of these things. So let's let's kick off. First of all, just to make listeners aware, we've both got a really bad case of what we're going to call cold. this. The cold. The cold. So Lawrence has got a, a vat of <laughs> <laughs> magic tea there. He's, Mr. He's,
1: Coot's <laughs> sends Bruce Canbermyle every day.
0: Sainsbury's Camomelty. It's rock and roll, Lawrence. (laughs) Okay, so tell us a little bit about, well I know a wee bit, but for the listeners, uh, a bit about your background.
1: Um, Well, I've lived in the UK for eight years. Technically I'm half Scottish, half Hungarian because my dad was from Edinburgh. Um, But I go back to Hungary probably twice a year on average and maybe more every summer just to visit family and I don't know, bit of a holiday, I guess. Um, I I only lived there for eight years, but I speak the language fluently and everything. It's kind of... You can't really ever tell that I'm not fully one or the other. But it's interesting because when I'm in Hungary, I'm the Scottish guy. When I'm in Scotland, I'm the Hungarian guy. So, well, I guess that's interchangeable.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you lived in in Hungary till you were eight? Yeah. In the same place
1: in Hungary? Uh, No, we moved about a bit. I was born in Budapest. And I think when I was two or three, we moved out to the country, um, to my grandma's, and stayed there for a bit, and we moved sort of back and forth, just, I don't know why, just for whatever. Yeah. I think we moved back because it was easier with my grandma to help. She always loves cooking, so can't complain. But um, but yeah, and I had, so it was me and my two brothers, my brothers are uh, 27 and 30, well, 30 this year, he'd be angry if he heard me say that. <laughs> Where are they now? Um, well, they're both in Spain actually. My older brother works in Spain with his girlfriend in a scuba diving uh, range. He's an instructor, oh, and they went without me. I'm quite annoyed. Yeah, yeah. They said they'd take me next time, but you know, you know where that leads. <laughs> I've been before. Just they left me.
0: <laughs> so then at eight, you you moved to Scotland to Aberdeen.
1: Yeah, um, my dad was just diagnosed with cancer, so he wanted to come back. Plus, healthcare is a little bit better here. Oh, oh, not know that. Okay. And they're a bit further ahead in the cancer soon, that's about, that's about it. I guess it's more common here, so they're better at how, dealing with it.
0: How How's your dad?
1: Is your dad still? No, he, oh. he passed away. Oh, I didn't even know ago. that. Oh, no, I...
0: When was that? Uh, about eight years ago. Right. Yeah, so you weren't here long. I've got yeah. to go upstairs now. So he's fine, he's on the laptop. Perfect. And Mr Wallace is wondering about him as well, but just please keep an eye. Yeah, we will do. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um... Mr. Good saving the day there. <laughs> yeah. So your your dad he passed away quite soon after you
1: It would have been in roughly a year. Okay. Right. Okay. As it we all that's he came back and it was his excuse to my mum, funnily enough, was uh the healthcare thing. But we always came over in the summer. My dad could never take hungry, it's like forty-six degree midsummers. Mm-hmm. So we came over for two weeks and I think all we did was fishing. My mum asked for pictures of our holiday and what she got back was usually pictures of us holding fish. She complained about that, but oh well. Okay. I think I think he, he I think he often skipped well not often but sometimes he skipped hospital appointments to go fishing with me and my brothers here. So I mean, can't blame him. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's sad.
0: All right. So you came you came to to Scotland. You had a difficult situation with your dad. You're in a new country.
1: I already spoke English. You, so I mean, you spoke English already. Yeah, there's people ask me what my first language is, but I think my first sentence, I believe, was actually half and half. So, like my first full spoken sentence was saying one thing to my mum in Hungarian, saying one thing to my dad in English. I mean, uh, so you've you've always spoken both languages equally. Yeah, I I can think in either. When you think, you've got that voice in your head. Depending on where I am, I can think in either language. Sometimes it's actually useful, but um, but yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, you. So when you think.
0: I can think in either language.
1: Sometimes it's easier to think in one than the other. I've never even considered... Hungarian's a more direct language, so sometimes I can, like, think so much faster than people in English. It's a strange thing to say, but... If, for example, the way you say words in Hungarian is often how you spell them in English, just by sounding them out. Okay. So we have, like, the cognate, the sort of words that are... the same word that sounds similar to the other word, and I can just spell it, and somehow it's always worked. But...
0: I've never even considered that when you think you think in a certain language.
1: I mean, it's it's just it's quicker in Hungarian and we have sort of word we have a longer alphabet than you by I think fifty percent. I mean our longest word to translate into English. Our longest word is forty seven characters. Translated into English it's three paragraphs. That's the shortest way you can translate it. It's been done by English teachers. So it's an efficient language? Yeah, it's also supposedly the hardest to learn because it doesn't use the same sort of algorithm as any other language.
0: Is it But is it completely unique or is it connected to other... No, it's la- not
1: connected. We steal words from German and other languages and often you can just say the word in another language if it's into context. Say if it's the name of something yeah. and people get it. But we have some, like, there's words that are stolen from German and other languages, but otherwise just completely... There's actually two types of Hungarian. There's our, our medieval language that's still kind of spoken in villages, I guess like Gaelic. But um, it's very, it's, I guess, you can still see it in modern-day Hungarian. It's just sort of a very formal-sounding language. But um, it has its own alphabet and everything, and it's a still a big gimmick in Hungary. And You get key rings with words in old Hungarian, but no one really speaks it anymore, mm-hmm. apart from maybe your grammar. <laughs> yeah. And even that type of study, like, this language hasn't been used for hundreds of years.
0: So I heard, uh, this is probably wrong, but I'm going to say that I've got a figure in my head of the amount of words there are in English, something like 80,000. Yeah. That's probably way off. But in comparison to French, I've heard a comparison made that French is something like 20,000 words, or a lot less. Now, that ratio is probably way off. Okay, the figures are probably wrong. But the point was that French, and I think the Romance languages... Spanish, Italian, French yeah. have fewer words. That's why when you when you hear someone from one of those countries speaking, they're far more expressive in their tone and with their it's body more about language. How you speak, than it's what about you say. How it's, yeah, exactly. But English, English it, is similar.
1: You have words that have five different contexts. That's kind of difficult yeah. to learn. Because, for example, if you've done something wrong to someone, you say "I'm sorry." If someone's lost a relative, you say "I'm sorry." If you accidentally bump into someone, you say sorry. It's all the same word. We have maybe seven different words with the meaning of sorry in different contexts. Okay, okay. We have a different word for fearing. Sorry, a different word for f- word for feeling sorry for someone than being sorry, and then also yeah. it comes in past, current, and future context. So it's.
0: So it sounds like it would be tough to learn that.
1: They, they I'm, like, my mum helped people learn Hungarian in this country, actually. It was some language teachers that wanted to learn just a new language, and they thought like it. And it works to some extent, and even my dad managed to learn enough. My dad went to Germany when he was, uh, in his, I think his, sort of, 20s, and picked up German to a usable standard in three months. He lived in Hungary for years, couldn't pick up okay. a sense of the wow. language. You know, he knew enough to go to the shop and buy things and get around. Yeah. But otherwise, he had to speak English. But a lot yeah. of people in Hungary nowadays, younger people, speak English. Okay. So it wasn't really a problem. But so they home. say unless you're born with the language, you can pick it up more or less. Yeah. Or you could never be fluent from learning a language. Was your
0: mum? Has your mum always been fluent in two languages?
1: No, I think my mum learned English. Uh, I don't actually know when she learned English, funnily enough. But uh, they, my mum and dad always spoke in English. My mum spoke to me in Hungary and my dad spoke to me in English, so I was always swapping back between languages. I wouldn't even have to think before yeah. I could answer.
0: So, right, so you came here when you were eight. What did you notice were some of the main differences between Hungary and Scotland?
1: Uh, well, I mean, the temperature's a funny one. Um, you don't really have seasons here. The no. weather doesn't change. We have summer, it's, 30, 40 degrees. Okay. Winter, like two years ago or last year it was minus 15, can be minus 20. We've had minus 25, 30 on, you know, bigger occasions. That's like a, that's a big winter. Yeah. But um,
0: So you've got proper summer, proper winter, proper summer, proper and winter. Not much now. in between really. No, we do yeah. have in between. It's, yeah.
1: Like there's so many British poems about Easter and the change of the seasons and like everyone has that strange satisfaction of running into a pile of leaves but I think you guys have never really done it until you see a six foot tall mound of leaves in your country park or national park in the middle of town. So our season's here. And you you have the stereotype of conquerors and chestnuts but like everyone does that in Hungary. It's like, what are you talking about? Go get chestnuts and it's just a thing.
0: I remember my grandpa when I was young coming back from holiday and I think it was Yugoslavia and he came back. It doesn't (laughs) exist anymore. Does Yugoslavia exist? Yeah. No, it's now uh, it's now been split up into Croatia, Serbia, Bosnia, Bosnia. Bosnia, yeah, yeah, anyway, sorry, <laughs> other places too, I think. Uh, so he came back with the biggest conquer. it was the size of an apple. Yeah, we, we so have it was that a
1: massive thing. We have similar things to that. I find that funny. A conqueror's here are the size of maybe a 2B coin, maybe bigger. But if you're lucky and hungry, you can solidly fight. Like, I've seen people, we, we used to do this thing in, I guess it's nursery, but it's not really nursery, you don't have it, it's like before nursery, so it's like from ages one to maybe four or five. I, the the word we have for it translates into nursery but it's like literally like a daycare kind of thing right and I remember when I was being sort of four being four or five and we used to always sort of see who could get like the nicest Chinese conquer, biggest conquer, and this kid and I was in a smaller so maybe it's a bit of a difference in prospect but I'm sure there's a picture somewhere and it was honestly about the size of like I don't know it was like a sort of smaller apple and it was just a huge conquer. you could have thrown the thing it would have been deadly <laughs> it, was, it was a massive conquer, and you don't really see it here but I think they spend more time on the trees in Hungary. Like, it's weeks and weeks that you see them and you can collect them for, where here it's usually about the space of a week or two. Yeah. And that's sort of the conquer season over. Yeah.
0: But, yeah. So you mentioned there you went to a nursery-type thing from age one to five?
1: Something like that. Our school's kind of strange because you can go to school, I think, either at the age of six or seven, depending on how your parents feel, If you if they don't think you're ready for it. Because nursery is a... You throw, or starting school that sort of five or six is throwing you in the deep end severely Yeah. it's not like here where I never went to nursery I, I didn't do anything up to primary three in this country because as soon as I spoke English they thought I could learn quick enough I didn't need it so I skipped all those because by age I should have been in primary three and by what I knew or what they thought I knew I should have been you know, obviously I would have been in sort of primary two level but I'm we used to help out in primary seven in the nursery and I, 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 they did sort of 20 minutes of writing. Then they do painting. You know, I never remember doing painting in, in the first few years of school. It was writing and maths and okay. It was easier level stuff. I imagine now, but it was, there wasn't, it wasn't spaced in with fun stuff. We just got through, you know, it was school, school was school. Yeah. Here. No, and there the way, school was just school ah. where here you sort of got fun things thrown in between there. School was school. Yeah.
0: Because you hear stuff here about, oh, no, in this country, kids go to school far too early, we should follow the Scandinavian model where you, where you, you know, you play until you're seven, then you start school.
1: I, th- I think it's actually a good idea because that would give kids more of a childhood. But um, in Hungary, I reckon it's... And I mean, in my first year of school, I think I was... Yeah, I would have been seven. Um, In my first year, I remember we had probably about an hour's worth of homework for the next day every day and that was all over by the time you get to primary seven level like i have cousins that are just a few months younger than me and i sometimes help them with their english homework because funnily enough the hungarian english textbooks are often wrong and i have have, i've corrected many a textbook and went right write this Tell the teacher that your friend who's fluent in English said that textbook's wrong. And the teachers are gone. well, okay. <laughs> because the textbook's wrong. It, sometimes it happens just with the translation. Yeah. But, but my cousins, by sort of the S1 standard, would have definitely an hour every night of homework, probably from several subjects. So my cousins often spend three hours after school doing homework yeah. so every day for the next are day.
0: Are they further Ridiculous. ahead academically at the same age compared to the pupils
1: here? Um I wouldn't actually say so. This is a discussion I've had with people, and it's... We learn... So you have your sine, cosine, and all those things in maths that we only really touched in S2. Okay. This is taught in our equivalent of primary school. but Our primary school has eight years, not seven. Uh-huh. And then you have sort of secondary, sort of mixing into things there. But my mum learned to count sine in, what you, in age-wise what would have been primary, five and you have to remember the sign ratio numbers, something you never even think of. Or general. the thing that you
0: get the book or whenever school you get a calculator. Yeah,
1: those those uh, numbers, sort of spacings of. I think it's different decimals. Oh. you have to learn to count them to something. It's primary school. Yeah. Even now, do you think? Probably not now. Yeah, it's still done. Yeah. Not to the same extent that my mum would have done it, but yeah. it's still done. In you know, I I once asked a teacher, "Do we have to learn to count sine?" He asked me if I was crazy. Yeah. He said that would take. Ridiculous memory power, and it would be kind of pointless. And I agree, it's kind of pointless. But let's I sometimes laugh when kids in school go, "Why do we have to wear this? We're never going to use it." And I go, "Go to school at hungry for a week, you'll."
0: So what you'll age would you learn being here. time t- times tables?
1: I think we did. We did times tables in well when I was seven, so our equivalent in primary one. We did times tables. First then, year good, I right? time table, yeah.
0: I all, all through, all times tables.
1: No, probably. I think we would have covered them all. I think the ones we would have known is one to five. Yeah, I remember doing them, yeah. or writing is interesting as well because we have our alphabet's obviously longer, but it's a, a with this uh, accent, a with that accent, e with this accent, yeah. that accent, and sometimes, for example, the letter o or the u, you either have one dot which is one sound, or one line which is this, which is another sound, or two lines which makes the sound longer. Okay. So instead of where you'd have Luke with two o's, we would have. The O with an accent. and you have to memorize obviously every single letter and all the different accents and sometimes the only difference between the accent is the angle it stands at okay. now, I know some people here that would struggle with the remembering I got it ingrained in my head because right, right. this accents the sound that accents that sound but yeah, tough. it's just different um we used to do this it's strange the way we used to learn english it's what you see in like the World War II films of Britain is the teacher would write on the board we'd copy it. Okay. How we learned to write in like primary one is literally you'd have three different sheets. One of them would have the word and you just write, write over it. One of them would have dots and you join it and then you'd write the word. Okay. And it's just a strange... Okay, I've like, seen that. We were learning full words by the time of you know primary one and it wasn't... Obviously, it's Hungarian, but it's not like the... It's like longer words, like five or six character words.
0: So do you do... I've heard this thing they do in Poland that if you don't reach a certain standard by 16 or a certain age... You can't leave school. You have to repeat your year again until you've reached th- this particular standard. It's similar
1: that... with us. They'll just put you back a year. So I know people that have redone. We not have times. year.
0: people in this, but yeah, or two or three times. Right, okay. So that's quite a normal.
1: Um, I think there there used to be no limit to how many times you could reset a year. Now I think it's three, and then they sort of try something else. But you can just redo a year and you get people that are you know, three years older than you or younger than you in yeah. the same year as you. It's kind of strange. Some people kind of get offended. Well, not offended, but, you know, this kid's three years younger than you. I'm the same level. of you. but Yeah, they would reach a point where... It, it, it kind of makes sense. I like it more here, but I see why I do it. Because here you do things with your class, and you do it at your level, and that gets you to what you can do, and it's more comfortable. There you just, you know, you can't do it, then why would you keep going? And it's kind of strange, because you would. I figure you would lose your friends in a way because different the years are kinda of split up. I mean obviously you could see them but you wouldn't be in the classes with them, so you kinda of move. Yeah. You get separated. I only did actually a bit over one year in school before I moved to Scotland obviously. Um but even that year was enough to understand. Or like we have breakfast in the school, which is a strange concept. Not for secondary but for primary, it's kinda of weird. We always had you don't have it but it's like a sweet bread. It's like brioche and that. Uh, what you call it i guess you call it white coffee it's like a very weak version of coffee with a lot of milk That they solidly like they just give it to seven year old kids it's interesting but obviously it's not it's nothing like coffee it's like the slightest form of caffeine ever yeah i never drank it i'm not a coffee fan but you could have that or hot chocolate or sometimes tea so was like, yeah which is quite good it was a bit of a it was like our version of having a form class but yes. you could have breakfast in it yeah that's quite so, nice that's quite um, nice
0: so what Some of the things That we've spoken about before It's The Differences in culture Or The health and safety Type stuff oh, We've spoken oh, yeah, a lot okay, about yeah. Um I get the impression From you That You You perceive that here We're we're too Health and safety Oriented Too safe
1: that, What I'm used to Is it's over the top But I can Very easily see Why it's done And I agree It must solve a lot of Injuries and damage And things But sometimes i'm like okay i'll go do this and a teacher or someone in charge will go oh no it's not like in certain like scouts and stuff and there would have been two jerry cans and they're like okay (laughs) someone take the jerry cans and i'll go okay you grab the door i'll take the cans it's two full jerry cans like nah you have to lift it with your knees not your back and you can only carry one i'm like are you kidding me and it's because it's not risk assessed and you have to fill out two pages of a4 for me to lift up jerry can come on <laughs> but that, would, that sort of thing wouldn't exist at all in hungary um well, they'd would they be careful like, yeah. and it's kind of a common sense of be careful and there would be they would pay attention to you but it's not like oh yeah paperwork and yeah. There, i've I've been in situations where it's like oh i'll just do this and that'll get that done they're like oh no it's not safe it's not risk assessed it's like, really
0: so the whole getting sued thing isn't really a, a, a big thing you're not having to always be sure you
1: can get sued but it's just not a case of this isn't you know, yeah. paper makes things safe. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of the day, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I understand the legal procedure and the paperwork behind it, but it's just not the same. Yeah, okay, okay. I would like but to say people are less stupid in Hungary, because that's a bit of a dig. But there are some <laughs> things I've seen people do, and I go, are you stupid? It's just something I, f- I figure an average Hungarian wouldn't do. So it feels like there's
0: <laughs> more more common sense in Hungary? Uh,
1: we can't, it's like the things that health and safety stops you from doing is something people wouldn't do probably, yeah. I mean there's exceptions so why do you think that is? I don't know or for example you get sort of people in school these days that sort of sit and will disrupt an entire class and I feel like where the hell would you be in the Hungarian education system because there would be no tolerance, oh, I mean they're not allowed so. to hit you but <laughs> so how would it be dealt with? I don't know. I never saw it because it was so much of a no standard that it was like it just doesn't happen. doesn't, it? yeah. Because I, I sometimes I sit at teachers there's the sort of teaching style of a teacher where if the class is loud, she will sit and just sort of ignore them until they be quiet. Uh-huh. And sometimes it works but more or less people notice that she's just sitting there being quiet and be like okay, I'll just keep talking. Yeah. And I'm like are you, are you serious here? Because a Hungarian teacher would have I don't know but it would not have happened. That's interesting. I've never seen really a course of action taken against him, but damn. <laughs> but
0: I remember when you left you were only eight. Whereas I wonder what secondary school would be like.
1: I mean, I believe they didn't the, the 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 cane or the caning and the belting thing I'm pretty sure it got removed uh-huh. far after it did in the UK. But it also wasn't as common because you hear of teachers abusing it here and I think the only reason it got taken out in Hungary was because it was a it was like a oh everyone else is you know the UN's kind of looking at you for this probably stop doing it and okay it was, it was probably a good few years before I went to school but it wasn't long is Hungary
0: but, is in the EU? yes yeah okay uh, I think it was, it was a country oh, the other day you know countries that were former Soviet Soviet countries yeah. right oh, that's,
1: you actually still see a lot of.
0: but some of them they have a view where they want to be more Connected with the West and the EU and America, and some of them have a view that they want to be connected some more of them want with to be Russia. More Slavic, yeah. More Slavic, yeah. Yeah, that's a term here. Slavic, 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 Slavic the... people. Would you include all? Our... Slav is
1: everyone that was in the Iron Curtain. So, apart from Germany, doesn't really Germany got split to pieces, so that doesn't really happen. But sort of Yugoslavia, Poland, Slavic, Hungary, Ukraine. That's what you. So really it's a, ge- is it a geographical term. It's not or really it a legitimate it a term. term. It's more of a. It's. It can be either or. It's more of a coined term that's now sort of sneaked its way into. It must have a real definition, but Slavic is that sort of. Well, I
0: think there were a Slavic. There was such a thing as the Slavic people at one point. Yes, you know, thousands of years
1: that, ago. That, that is a type of. Yeah, that is that. But Slav is now referred to sort of that Eastern European standard.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because I've heard um, Putin come up with things like, "You do a good Putin, I can't do a good Putin." But uh, we only uh, Putin <laughs> my, has a very weak. Russian like might sounds like Hitler, but though no, does he? He's quite. A, he's, a, he's
1: quite a, a, a. What's the word? A softly spoken Russian. Is he? He doesn't have a very. He has a sort of. He has a very business voice. I'm sure he doesn't sound like that in the everyday life, but you, sort of the standard Russian voice you think of is like a deep. Mid 40s year old man speaking Russian voice. Or...
0: Do, do you get. I mean, in this country, I, I think there's quite a wide difference between if you've got a middle class accent or a working class accent. That like, there's quite a broad range of. In one city, you can have, have two people f- with different backgrounds and have completely different accents. Do you have that range? If you have more.
1: If it's, it's a thing, but it's more of how you speak than your accent. But you kind of. There's two ways of speaking to someone in Hungarian. If you don't know them, there's a thing called teges which is like it's you sort of have to if you're the younger one, you have to ask them to do it and that's like you would shake hands and then ask and it's like a respectful thing. And mm-hmm. that's when you could speak to them in a casual voice. Oh, okay. But everything else is like sir, ma'am, formal and the words have a different way of saying them and a different mm-hmm. ending to make it formally. It's just kind of a respect thing, but you would do this to any person significantly older than you. You know, if you're if you're sixteen and this person's twenty, it would be offensive. You know, maybe even yeah. thirty, would be offensive. Yeah. Sort of for like the it's the, the difference between age and sometimes even my mum. If someone's speaking to her Hungarian, gets referred to as "mam" now, and she's like, "God, I'm old." You know, it's, some people don't like it, but it's obviously it's a respect thing. So you'd rather do it than not. It'd be quite yeah. shunned upon not to do it. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay, yeah. We were speaking about Slavic peoples there. I can't remember how we got onto that. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, we're talking about countries like... looking ones in the former Iron Curtain looking east or looking west? Would Hungary be looking more west? What more of a connection with the Well,
1: if you the way I think about it is what their opinion on the, the USSR and that is and communism. and some countries are like, Yes, it's a quite an alright idea, we just don't do anymore and some countries are like, God, we regret this. So I'm not gonna name her, but my auntie was actually a chairman in the Hungarian Communist Party. Oh what would happen if you named her? Oh. Uh, she it, nothing. Um she's not yeah. It's not illegal or anything. It, they didn't do anything wrong. It was a sort of civilian. It was, it was like a, what do you call the things for uh, people's like rights in work? A union? A uh, trade? uh oh, it's a trade union? Trade union, yeah. yeah. It, uh, she was. That's the kind of uh, role she did, but she doesn't like it. because of the sort of type of job and the system, she does get quite a lot of uh, pension uh-huh. compared to your average yeah. Hard working Hungarian and she's had many other jobs. She's done sort of a lot of manual work. She's very good at sewing. She's done a lot of that kind of stuff and a lot of office stuff. And she's done a lot of work. But her main pension comes from that chairmaning of the Communist Party. Yeah. And she does not use it. It goes in her bank. She lives in a standard flat. She doesn't have anything expensive. She doesn't she doesn't really she the only time she ever uses that money is to give presents at Christmas or to give money to family who are in need. She doesn't she doesn't actually like communism. It was okay. kind of this had to happen. Yeah.
0: You're told she that's was, your job, you're gonna
1: Well, Hungary was very poor at that point in time and it was like this would bring in money and feed the family. Yeah. And she was she was quite good at it, it turns out, but she, yeah, to this day despises communism. Because obviously it was a good idea and that's what they told Hungary, and a lot of my even my uncle still knows the communist anthem in Russian and Hungarian because it was taught in schools. Okay. Even after the Iron Curtain got shredded and everything. But um the the main concern some people obviously still there's a lot of communist memes about the communist anthem and stuff in the uk yeah. which i find funny but someone in hungary would have went what the hell are you doing like there's people here that'll take a communist there was the aberdeen parade and i saw someone with a communist flag i thought okay maybe this is a political group maybe it's a bit of a laugh but if you do that in hungary people seriously can look at you and go what are you doing because yeah. it wasn't particularly you know art was banned a lot yeah. of the communist buildings still are in Hungary and are very grey and bland because they didn't want to have expression. Hungary instantly boomed into colour after communism because they were sick of this grey and everything. Yeah. And communism was even less of a health and safety because you still see communist play parks they're completely fenced around with... Like, you could not get into them. Uh-huh. It's not one of those things where you could hop the fence. are completely... They're in the process of being demolished and they're concrete and metal. You know, there's none of this rubber yeah. safety rubbish. It's, <laughs> it's like a climbing frame but it's yeah. hammered steel and... Cinder. You know, it's, uh, yeah. it's not exactly what you... It's You'd see it more in a military assault course than a child-friendly environment. That's just the so so is there a
0: consensus that communism wasn't a good thing? They or are is there they, a are there of people who would who bring it, it back? Necessary, necessary
1: some... but it's not something they like. Because when Hungary went into communism, you couldn't go to the shop and speak Hungarian. You'd have to speak Russian. Yeah. My mum still understands Russian. She doesn't remember it enough to speak it, because she did at one point. But yeah. I can easily... I go, oh, this is on Facebook, Mum. What is it in Russian? So she can tell me what it means, or she can hear a Russian phrase and tell me what it is. And it's almost to a state of fluency. So, so do
0: you think Hung- Hungarians have a, a particularly strong feeling of being against communism compared to other Eastern European countries, or are they all much the same? You know, if you took, I don't know, Poland,
1: I think is different. Romania or um, everyone genuinely understands that communism doesn't really work anymore. <laughs> But obviously, I have to admit, if you think about the concept of communism, it sounds good on paper. It just doesn't work. So yeah. I can understand why people go, "Oh, the equality, quality is great." It's interesting. But yeah. It just doesn't really yeah. work. But um,
0: well, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of people. You're right. You know, in, in this country and other countries, who have never experienced communism, who are very much in favour of it, who say things like, "Well." yeah, okay, it didn't work in, in the Soviet Union because it's the try, way Stalin yeah. did it. Yeah, It's just not been done properly yet. That's that's quite a common phrase that could, you hear. Could, it's just not been done right it yet. It could be true. I mean, there's uh, been experiments. I don't know why I think that.
1: The concept of communism works with a small group of people who are friends and know each other because the only difference is yeah, yeah. you, you get paid the yeah. same so you can do anything and yeah. you pay the same tax. But then why would you go to seven years of medical school to get paid the same? It just doesn't work in the... Balance of money, it, you it wouldn't make a living.
0: What it doesn't seem to do is take into account human nature. Like we, that's are actually
1: eights. the difference. It's the only, that's probably the only thing. Obviously, there's many other things wrong with it, but that's the main thing people point out is that if people were willing to do the the, 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 oh, doing the same jobs for the same pay, maybe it would work. But that's you know you, you kind of want to you can't. There's no there's no capitalism, and I guess capitalism is appealing because you do your hard work and you get paid. Somewhat equally for what the work you do, yeah, and it puts you higher than lazy, lazier people, yeah. So, it, 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 yeah,
0: it's based on a, it's based on an assumption that humans are better people than we actually really are. Probably, yeah. We're, we're really just apes, and I guess. and we're tribal. The difference is,
1: it could work with people, but there's always gonna be the greedy person. Yeah, you can yeah. fix that.
0: I don't know. Maybe you could in the future. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We could genetically engineer ourselves in a certain way to sort we've all got the starve. same level of altruism and all the rest of it. But yeah, that's miles ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Not in today's yeah. age. Yeah. But it's interesting, yeah, that whole how, how communism in Russia influenced your country for we have well, a, 50 years, really. We have a
1: massive uh, building, I actually have pictures of it, that's purely about communist uh, rule over Europe, not just Hungary, and it's about all the bad that it caused. Because, agreeably, right, communism works just the way Stalin did it. Stalin didn't necessarily do it right, or none of them necessarily did it right, because there was a lot of atrocities that they did, and that's shown in this museum of all the sort of bad things that happened. Yeah. And it's an interesting museum because it's very well shown that it's, there's communist flags everywhere, but they're all being burnt or torn, and they, it's very much shown that it's against communism. <laughs>
0: So, so since the end of communism, if you're looking at society in Hungary, are there vast differences
1: now in wealth? Uh, I guess you could say that. There's a big divide. You can clearly tell where their age cut off, where people who experienced it and people who didn't. It's a big change. But kind of Hungary's not even going in a good place right now because of our political leaders quite corrupt and he's not exactly the most honest guy. No,
0: does his name begin with an O?
1: Viktor Orban no, Orban Viktor I've heard yeah. of him yes you probably have it's just
0: he's what's, done stupid things what's uh, what's he all about? Uh,
1: some people support him I kind of it depends what side of the story you look at because I guess he is at least doing something because Hungary's had a recent problem of people not doing anything so at least he's going somewhere and that's why people support him but he just does a lot of stupid things and he spent a lot he spent a large amount of the country's money to build a football stadium, a private football stadium in his equivalent of a back garden. Right. He has you. a private railway. I have been <laughs> on it. It goes from nowhere to nowhere. But, it's it's the equivalent of when the child didn't get the the toy train set as a child <laughs> and he's now gone, screw you all, I'm gonna build a real train. It, look, it goes must from have his a house start point to nowhere. Or his house to go, His his it goes to not his house, but his like country retreat, which is a little ranch. Yeah. He, Four, five grand the no, 15 grand BMW. No, sorry Like, imagine a normal BMW And then upgrade it With 15 grand Of useless crap Right Parked outside His country He's barely ever there And it's a public trade And you can go on it And he goes literally In the stretch Of the <laughs> middle of nowhere To his little middle of nowhere
0: Did he get into power On a kind of Anti-immigration ticket Was that his No,
1: that's his current uh, He's been in for a while That's his current approach Yeah But But uh, because it
0: see it appears that a lot of the Eastern Bloc countries are more anti-immigration than the, lo- not actually the anti-immigration. likes of your. Is it depends to what you believe? Because yeah. they could be
1: talking a lot of crap. But uh, they they're not very uh, you could say they're not very you keen know, on Muslims. I guess I wouldn't like to say I'm not very happy with the fact that my country runs like that. I'm quite disgraced actually with how they treated uh, immigrants and everything. Obviously, there's the argument either way, but they. The refugees, I'm not very happy. There's that thing about the Hungarian cameraman and all this rubbish, and I'm not very happy with all of that. It Hungarian just, what? The Hungarian cameraman tripped over a running... a uh, Hungarian cameraman tripped okay. over a running refugee. Right. And uh, for a while, they didn't do anything about it, and I, I me and my family, and everyone I know was outraged. Yeah. I don't really know where in Hungary this is supported. It's mainly just the government. Uh-huh. But um, there's the main argument that sort of, you know, um, Jewish culture... Muslim culture doesn't work together in close tight spaces. Okay. And Hungary, I believe it came out of because of their regret of what happened to the Jews in World War II. So Hungary didn't condone that, but they were kind of forced into it. That's why there's a lot of memorials for Jewish people. We have uh, either okay. the biggest synagogue in the world or the second biggest. I'm not okay. actually sure. And it's beautiful. I have seen it. It's a massive synagogue. It's in the middle of actually Budapest.
0: So, so okay, there's a feeling within Hungarians that we have they maybe lots health...
1: of cultures of. Christians, different types of Christians, Buddhists, uh, Jews, um, different types of people, but not really. There's, there's this sort of fright that Muslims and other cultures might clash in such a tight knit society uh-huh. because it just it feels like it wouldn't fit together. I don't know if it's this true. This is just their idea that obviously the cultures that Muslim people have and Jewish people have might intersect. And there's the difference of diets. Obviously, in the city, it, it might bring culture in, but it might also cause a bit of a problem. So the argument is that it wouldn't knit together very well. Yeah, yeah. Because they let in Christian uh, families of refugees. Not very many, I don't believe. It. it was a couple of hundred, but Hungary's quite small, I guess. <coughs> they let in uh, refugees, but, but I believe they were only Christian. But there's
0: the recent waves of people from Middle East and North Africa who were mainly Muslim the Hungarians were more resistant.
1: Well, than, than we've always of had of a countries. problem with, I believe Serbia and they built a massive border fence and it was like, it was something Trump would be proud of. It was, a, it was a serious defense system that they built. Really? Okay. And I, I interested because I recently, in recent times. Yeah. Since uh, Serbia
0: was Serbia was, and not part of, no, no, it was,
1: it was a few years ago, yeah. but it was kind of, I, I do sort of see the point where, uh, Whoever the who's in charge of Germany, I forgot her name. Is that Merkel. Yeah. She said, Okay, we'll take this we we'll many, many refugees that can come here and she didn't really understand that how are they going to get to Germany. Because you know, lots of people, no matter what their refugees, their background were coming through a country unchecked, unpapered is not really a safe thing and it could turn yeah, into the come to Germany come to Germany. It's come like to well, but wait wait you have you to get through country XYZ to get to. With sort of armoured vehicles and barbed wire fences set up on our borders because it was like, you can come in. Yeah. But, the, the tons of people coming in in the border at once because we had a bit of an open, quite an open border but it was just not going to work and maybe it was a bit hostile. I see why they did it but I don't necessarily agree with it yeah. because it was a sort of case of equivalently the Hungarian army and I believe there was actually NATO forces involved because they asked for them just set up sort of a border guard with obviously thirst. There was sort of, it was unused, I believe I was in Hungary just after, it, and they were like triple layer barbed wire fences, armoured, you know, vehicles with guns. And they, I don't believe they ever actually fired a single round. It was more of just for, you know, we're armed. Don't, you know, because if uh, it was police, they might have tried to start a riot or whatever. But uh, it was sort of this this problem of how to handle it.
0: Well, it's a, it's a massive problem. It's a massive problem. It's not an easy problem to fix. No. What, what do you do about it? Well, you, I have no you, idea. Can you let everyone in? That's unchecked? why I
1: can't criticize them. Is, I don't know how. I don't know what I would do. I don't necessarily agree with what they did, but I, I, can't, I don't, don't think I could say I could do anything. It's, it's any hard.
0: Better. It's hard. Yeah, it's uh, no easy solution to that one. Okay, what else? Uh, oh, well, we've talked a bit about education, language, touched on history, politics, religion. I'm looking at all these topics we've already touched on laws, here. maybe laws yeah okay well we're touching that a bit with health and safety safety, yeah
1: yeah Um, the big difference you have i don't know what the national statistic is of how many stabbings you have in this country
0: i don't have that figure off the top of my head
1: um (laughs) i (coughs) think it's a high number i'm just gonna check actually because you have your your rules are quite strange some of the rules in your country intersect each other like the common one is speed limit right speed limit okay say your speed limit on a road is 70 yeah Legally, you can overdo the speed limit with a concern of safety. So if someone's getting quite close to you, you technically are able to speed. But if you get caught on a camera, you get fined and you can't take that to court. You're not going to get away with it. Because I didn't I, know that was a law. So, so, so if I'm driving a car and you're driving a, car, you're driving a car behind me. And you're driving a car and I look like I'm going to crash into you. Or you see him in my mirror and I'm not paying attention and I'm about to run Oh, you, yeah. Okay. I get or that. one of these yeah. sort of safety situations. Yeah, okay. Technically, you can speed. Okay. But I can see no how you can way get away with that. Settle that there's most nine out of 10 times, the court's not going to let you away with it. There's going to uh-huh. be, well, you speeded it's on camera. Where's okay. your proof? That's it. Okay. So, Or technically to overtake, if someone's overtaking, you are supposed to overtake with enough speed to overtake them twice. It's the strangest. They're supposed to be, you know, you're not supposed to go one, uh, car link in between them. You're supposed to go three or four, but if they're doing 65 and the limit 70, you're yeah. going to have to do at least 80 90 to get realistically safely out around them, yeah, yeah, because it's better to go around them at that speed and clear them, yeah, get around and clear them quickly, yeah, have some space, yeah, and then slow down. But technically, that's still speeding, yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I've asked so that, people who drive, and I've even asked my instructor for my motorbike license, and he said, I have no idea. So, how, how would
0: Hungary differ? What would be the difference there?
1: I, I guess it's more relaxed, they just <laughs> is there a speed limit? There is a speed limit, yeah of course there's a speed limit. On paper. Um, yeah. uh, there's a speed limit and it isn't enforced and everything but it's, it's, it's maybe it's the same law but it's very clear. I've asked 10, 20 drivers, you know, how does it work? How fast can you actually go to overtake? And they go, oh, well, we don't know how that rule really works. Because they know you can technically, by the rules, go faster than the speed limit to overtake because you're supposed to, because it's safer, but then they don't know how to justify it. So it's kind of strange.
0: Well, the the secret to not getting a speeding ticket is to drive a point nine liter engine Renault Capture.
1: I'd rather die. <laughs> 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 no, don't get me wrong, I'm not a sports car, car kind of guy, but yeah. I hate little cars. I'm not very tall, but my brother's girlfriend has a Fiat 500, uh, and my brother drives it occasionally because he doesn't have his own car yet. He's just waiting to get his car uh, with paperwork done. And occasionally we take it places and, oh, my God, I have to crawl into the thing.
0: Yeah, I don't like uh, cramming myself into a small car either. no okay, listen, that is, how long have we been uh, chatting for? We probably cover the
1: ah, knife 40 thing. minutes. Whoa. We will yeah. probably cover the knife thing. That was an interesting movie we talked about. Oh, the knife the thing. Knife yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, let's go to the knife I'm trying to thing. find your statistics. I'm struggling here, but I know you have a lot of stabbings. In the UK. Uh-huh. And I think London actually has three times as many as Scotland or something. I don't know the statistic, but I believe it's a high number yeah. of how many stabbings you have in the UK. Uh-huh. And if you carry a knife, you can have it, but only under three inches, unless it's some sort of special. Yeah, so yeah. craft knife can extend to, what, like 70 inches. But that's say if you're a carpenter or a carpenter <coughs> or you do plastering. That's understandable. Yeah. But the rule is you <coughs> only have it within half an hour of when you start or finish your work. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. But what if you... Work further away,
0: yeah. What if you tr- commute two hours to your work? Yeah, yeah, if and, you, you know, if yeah. You,
1: for example, up in Scotland, I know a lot of people that are they do their trade and they're the highest up of this trade or is the highest up company. Yeah. what if you have to go up to somewhere up, you know, I don't know, how, for example, Peterhead's quite far away from us, but they might even have their own. But a further up little village to do someone's work and it's a lot of drive, but you can't get tools in the way. Obviously, you have to get your tools from wherever your tools stay. Yeah,
0: surely common sense would apply with that,
1: though. Yeah, but it's quite a gray area with the law. The rule is you can have a knife as long as you can justify it, and it's under three in- three inches, three centimeters. I think it's three centimeters actually. Anyway, you can have your knife as long as you can justify it. But no, it's one inch, three centimeters. You can have your knife as long as you can justify it. But then some people will go, Is fishing a justification? And it depends on the police officer. Or is camping yeah, okay, a justification? It's subjective. Some people will let you away with it for camping because it's a panda. And you know, in the way I've grown up, if you go camping with a panda, you're probably quite stupid because yeah. it's just a tool and you might need it. But the same. You know here a penknife is a weapon and I was on Duke of Edinburgh and the teacher was the, one of the instructors was telling us that weapons aren't allowed in Duke of Edinburgh and I went to you a weapon she was a penknife uh-huh. that just stopped me for a second because in Hungary a penknife is a tool yeah, a, a little knife is a tool it's not seen as a weapon okay. people don't see it as a threat because it really usually so, isn't so the
0: rules about knives in Hungary are more lax
1: yes but we have far less stabbing. but you have fewer stamina have that's interesting. very 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 few stamina. so
0: what's your theory around that then
1: I don't know I guess it's the way people are growing up and you just I don't know what's up with the UK that sounds kind of offensive but you just you know you get in a fight with someone uh, usually you don't go I'm gonna stab him yeah the street fights happen in Hungary it's a busy city it's a capital but you never go oh this is a fight I'm gonna pull out a knife I'm gonna kill this guy
0: how many let's Budapest how many other big cities are there in Hungary
1: what's population Budapest the main one we have tons of other such cities but Budapest, the main metropolitan city. We have other cities, but what, what that,
0: like, okay, okay. I'm just thinking: is it because UK <coughs> has more large urban areas?
1: Oh, we have plenty of urban areas. More right?
0: pockets of poverty and crime, maybe.
1: Hungary is interesting. Or is it as simple we, as that? Sometimes we take people, and there's areas of Hungary. And there's always some parts of Hungary where you go, oh, this is beautiful, but there's some part, and obviously every country has this thing, but there's some parts of the country i don't really want to show people because i go oh that's a bit sad yeah. or you know or some parts that are sort of more divided classes of this area is not as done up as the rest because it's, you know it's still those communist buildings and it's sort of gray and it's dreary and there's there is quite a lot of economic it's kind of the way it goes in hungary is you're either well off or you're not there's no really yeah lower middle or upper it's sort yeah. of one or the other it's quite a yeah. strange thing or a lot of people i know the pension system doesn't really work in hungary so i know someone for example again i'm not going to name who works in Hungary? Uh, he works for a television company uh, as one of their one of their roles, and he officially on paper. And the company asked him this when he joined: "What do you want us to put down for your earnings? Because the taxes earnings he's supposed to make twenty thousand forints, uh, and I don't know in what space of time. But I'm not going to explain the currency system. But he's supposed to make that much he Actually, makes about four times as much as that money. But there's no point of getting taxing it because he won't really get it back in pension. Yeah. So what he does is he just puts it away himself, untaxed, yeah. untraced." Okay. The government doesn't really make any effort okay. to follow okay. that.
0: So, if you were, just to finish off, right, what, if you were to take one thing from the law or the culture hung from Hungary and transfer it to Scotland and embed it here, what would it be? And then vice versa back to Hungary, and well, Scotland?
1: There isn't really many. I mean, there's that pen life law that, that's interesting See. that would work here. Yeah. Or, for example, if you think of our gun laws, you don't actually need a license to own certain type of guns, you can just buy the gun. And obviously it excludes most military firearms. It starts at like muskets and maybe goes to certain different types of handguns, but it, it's not like America where you can take it as a defense, a self defense item. Yeah. That requires a completely different permit, and usually some kind of armed forces background or military background, but you can just take the gun, to, a range, buy the ammo at the range, shoot the gun, and obviously the ammo stays at the range. You take your gun home. Okay. But I feel like in this country there's far more. I feel like. People could sneak in ammunition. I don't somebody you'd get your hands on ammunition black market or however so. so that rule wouldn't work either. But we also have less shootings. We don't have shootings. As as Andy Murray was involved in a school shooting, you know we don't have. it doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay. okay. Even though it's easier to get Even access you to guns. Easily get your hands on a gun, and I hazard if you tried hard enough and paid people off, you could get your access to ammo. It just didn't happen. Or well, the same thing of. I can. I in Hungary, I often have a penknife, and I'm sixteen, and that's there's no really age standard. I think it's above fifteen that they usually accept you to have a penknife.
0: So what is it then? What is it about Hungary, about the culture or law or whatever, that means that even though there's more access to weapons, they're not used.
1: I figure it's the people. But, and I guess we do. Uh, we don't see knives well, as weapons. I mean, I. But what about the people? What What makes them have a different view? I don't know. I guess we just don't. I don't really understand because there is easily bar fights, street fights. You know, I've seen it. It happens. So people fight. People, there what? is, you know, the occasional drunk scuffle but even yeah. then, I've seen people, I've seen a fight going on in just the city, of, just in the city where I think we were walking. My brother's actually the manager of a bar so he tells me some of his stories of some yeah. things. Obviously, it's a bar. He's been there for years. Some things have happened and he tells me that there was a fight outside their door. The bouncers were actually involved. It was just two people that had an argument okay. and I actually saw the gleaming pen knife, I think it was some sort of uh opening knife in his pocket. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, what's this gonna turn into? Thinking of, you know, how it would go in Britain, I think he'd probably take it out and stab the guy. Yeah. The fight stopped. The police came, they took reports, the people actually apologised to each other because it was a bit of a drug scuffle and they walked away. The knives were checked, mm. they took out the knife, no sign of any blood. I wonder they gave it back to them. You know, it's not involved, doesn't matter.
0: Is it in this country when weapons are used, it's not like just a street fight like that. It's more like when it's a drug thing or a gang related thing. Maybe there's more gang culture, drug culture well, we in this have, country.
1: I didn't notice we have quite a few motorbike gangs, which I didn't really notice before. I saw quite a lot of them going through Aberdeen with all the oh, in, in Scotland? Sorry, in Hungary and Scotland. Scotland. There's only one here, but there's, there's there are motorbike gangs in the UK, but they're more of the influence one from America. Hungary sort of has their own ones, and I often. They, it's like here, if you wear the patch of a biker gang, it's not the one that owns the area, you might get stabbed. Again, it's the same thing. I saw someone with a Sons of Anarchy. Here. Yeah, I saw some guy with a Sons of a, I I know I've spoken to some Blue Angels and different. I uh, know, sorry, not Blue Angels, M, some bikers. And they said that the Blue Angels are sort of a, a strange biker gang because some people say they're bad, some people say they're okay. And it's the question of if you wear a Sons of Anarchy patch, which is the American gang here, you could genuinely get it ripped off your back in the middle of the street by a couple of bikers and be beaten up. And it has happened. Uh, in the UK and things like that but I've seen four different patches of biker gangs in Hungary just sit there with each other and they don't fight really? you know, there's not this in I don't know where it comes from but the ingrained culture of aggression in the UK yeah. because they have fights but they don't want to kill each other yeah. you know, it's not human nature to go I'm going to stab him and I think a lot of people don't understand how stabbings work because a lot of people think oh yeah you'll get stabbed and another will patch of the cut and you'll survive they realise yeah. that if someone gets stabbed in the abdomen it could well, take three years for you to even recover to a state where you can get up and walk around Yeah, I think yeah. maybe there's, maybe they know more about it Okay, well, I, don't, I don't really know because okay. it's strange how the law works, it's a lot more relaxed but we don't have the problems so I see why the law is relaxed
0: there's a, a thesis for someone out there to uh, get their teeth into if
1: you can answer that one I think we <laughs> a lot of money
0: <laughs> right, ok, we we'll better wrap it up Lawrence, thanks very much been fascinating talking to you uh listeners enjoy over and out